to anything the board with Dudeless Maximus. Um, it's Saturday morning, it is August 1st, and it's early in the a.m. I'm just up and about doing things I thought I'd come in here and give a little podcast on living life like a champion. <clears throat> Recently, we've lost a champion. Uh, we lost Congressman John Lewis. He was born in Troy, Alabama, and he represented the 5th District in Georgia in Congress for, I think, over 30 years, if I recall correctly. I'm not trying to get the facts wrong or anything, but all I know is that this gentleman was a true American champion. This is somebody who bled for America, somebody who took several beatings, somebody who said that good trouble is the kind of trouble you want to be in. That was Congressman John Lewis. He truly personified what it takes to live life like a champion. They, he looked so stern all the time, but they said he was one of the most friendliest people. And if you saw him in public and walked up and asked him to go ahead and take a picture with him, he said yes every time. That's the kind of person that I want to be like. Those are the kind of people that I want to be around. People who are game changers, people who make a difference. Not everybody can do that. A lot of people are tied up into their own sorts of self-interests and don't understand what it takes to have compassion for other people. But Congressman John Lewis knew how to do it and knew how to do it well. Uh, president Barack Obama himself said that he was elected president on the shoulders of John Lewis. And by that, he meant of the work that John Lewis had already put down. Congressman John Lewis was a true champion Let's not take anything away from that. I've heard some people hate on him, and I can't understand why. I came up from that same generation as John Lewis. He was a little bit older than me, but I still have those kind of values and represent those types of things that um, he brought to the forefront that nobody else would, and they needed to be brought to the forefront because those were difficult times. And he, of all people, was a black gentleman in the most racist area of the country and still personified living life like a champion take example from his work that he put down and live your life like that make sure that you're always gonna do 150 percent he never gave less than that i would say john lewis gave 200 percent all of the time just so that um, the rest of us can have an idea of what a, an idealistic, without racism type of America it should be. And is not yet, but is on the process of mending. But it's going to take a lot of mending and it's going to take a lot of young people realizing that you need to wake up every day and live your life like a champion. You don't have to go out and destroy a bunch of stuff to be a champion. I'll give you a couple of examples in my life how I've lived like a champion because I have compassion for people. I want people to know that even though I had no kids, I was married for 22 years and she's passed away now. And I still, because I have no kids, have things to offer. So I want you to know that you can live your life like a champion. In my marriage, I had to be a caretaker for over 19 years and I'm not ashamed to say that I think I was the best caretaker that 
there was. I had good communicative skills with the doctor. I made sure that even though my wife didn't want to be there and was hateful as crap, that I was the one who smoothed it over like a champion. That's what you need to do. I've done this all my life, ever since I was a kid. I can remember examples clear back into when I was in sixth grade and I lived in Colorado and in sixth grade, there was always these times of the year when you got to go to this camp for a week. And my stepdad was a tyrant and I was surprised that I even got to go. I had to mow lawns to raise the money. You had to pay $50 back then to stay for a whole week at this camp. And I mowed lawns in order to get that money. And I was proud of that. And once again, I was surprised my stepdad even let me go. But there was a kid there that had just moved from Hawaii and this is Colorado. And it was around fall time when it could snow at any second. It could be a sunny day in Colorado and five minutes later it's snowing. And the snow will get so deep, it'll get up to your knees and it's cold and then it'll blow off. The next day it'll melt and it'll be sunny again. That's Colorado was a lot like Oklahoma except for when it's hot terrain in Oklahoma. It's a hot to snow in Colorado. So had this kid's name was Donnie. I'm not going to mention his last name. He, we had a unique connection because we both did cartooning. And, you know, in sixth grade, we were both pretty excellent artists, I must say. We were able to draw things and it looked funny. So, and people enjoyed it. That's the most important part about being a cartoonist. But this kid came from Hawaii and didn't even have a winter coat and went to this camp. His, his parents were in the military, his father particularly and was a ranking officer at NORAD. He didn't have a clue. And when it started snowing, he was like, what's this? He had, he had lived in Hawaii his whole life. And, you know, up until they moved, his dad got promoted and they moved to Colorado. <laughs> he had no clue. Needless to say, I, the, the long story short, this kid got started to get frostbite and he started having hypothermia. So at this place that we were at, we were on a hike and they had these cabins and it was like a tour, like a museum type of thing. And then these, one of these cabins was a bed with some covers in it. And I knew this kid was cold. So I made sure that he got into the cabin and we lagged behind the whole group. And it took him an hour to come back and finally check on us to realize we were missing stuff. But this kid was so cold that I got into bed with him, you know, and got him snuggled up next to me so that he could warm up. I mean, I had no type of, uh, tendencies except for to make sure that this kid got warm because I was born in Texas but at the age of two moved to Colorado and knew what these winters were like. I had a winter coat. I had long johns, thermal underwear. This kid had shorts and a windbreaker and <laughs> that's not going to do in the mountains of Colorado in fall time because once again it could snow at any minute. Those are the type of things you need to do when you're a champion, man. You need to make sure that you look out for other people and not in such a destructive way. You need to make sure that when you're looking out for other people, that it is in a way that it educates other people because once again, I have no children, but I have a bunch of knowledge to pass on because I've lived a pretty vast life. And I've enjoyed every second of it. I have no regrets. Yes, I was a caretaker for my wife for all those years, but it's because I live life like a champion. I never give up. I don't stop. I don't accept defeat. I will find another way. I know what to do. If you have a problem, well, I can say this except for any area, except for kids, because I never had any kids and I can't speak from experience, but from all other aspects in life, I can speak from experience. And when you want advice, you know who you need to turn to? Champion. 
champions know what to do. I can think of several other examples. Because I had to take care of Terry for so long as a caretaker. And she didn't just have regular doctor bills. She had specialist doctor bills. And there were specialist tests involved. Specialist medicine. Co-pays. There was so much money. And I came up in the printing industry. And if you're in the printing industry, you're not going to be rich. But you're going to be taken care of as long as you put your best foot forward and live like a champion. Work like a champion. Make sure that the people at your job know that you're a champion because when they do, they'll support you. They'll support you not just in pay-wise, but they'll support you in a fashion where you get work perks and stuff like that. But nonetheless, these were in the earlier days when I first started having to take care of Terry and she had to start growing specialists. I had to mow on the side. So I would have, I built a trailer and I would have two riding lawn mowers on there, two push mowers. I would go around and do four or five yards in an evening. But I know where senior citizens in my neighborhood live, man. I've lived in this town for 16 years now. I live in a little town. When I see them, the city will mow their yard for them and charge them $128. And when I found that out and I knew where these seniors lived, these were parents of some of the other people I was working with at my daytime job. So I was already a champion at work. I tried to be that shining example to make sure that everybody else knows that there's some positivity, some good in this world. I try to make that happen for other people because I don't let it happen. I make it happen. But these other people, unbeknownst to them, when I learned where their parents lived and saw the yard was long, I would just stop and mow the yard and not charge them nothing. It's the, what you do. It's what you're supposed to do. Here I am, this American guy, man, proud to be an American, flying the flag in front of my house every day. And I see these people's yards that are a little bit taller, and I have these mowers on the trailer. What am I supposed to do? Pass by? No, not me. I'm not passing by. I'm going to make sure the yard gets mowed. And I may not have done it every week, but like every other week, if I drove by there and saw the yard was a little taller and that nobody had mowed, I would get out. You know, I have a riding mower. What my let the ramp down, ride it off of there. There's plenty of fuel. <laughs> mow the yard, man. Let yourself in the back gate. Mow the yard. Trim it up. Blow it off. And be on your way. People don't understand why you do things like that. And the reason you do is because you're a champion. Those are the kind of things that you can give back and not expect anything in return. It's, um, how can I say this? Certain people have certain abilities. And when you have the ability to do something like that and share it for free with somebody else to help them out, not to like boast and brag and say, oh, I went and wolf there and mowed that yard, but to say, and not boast at all, that I did that. I did that for somebody because they needed it. They needed it. That's the types of things that make you a champion. You need to really pay attention to yourself because if you're not living like a champion, you're kind of missing out. Missing out on an opportunity to be the best you you can be. And that's the only way I can describe this because once again, Congressman John Lewis was a true, he is an exemplary example of what it takes to be a champion. And all my life, I was exposed to this and said, oh my God, that cat knows what's going on. That dude over there, he knows what's up. He knows what's happening now. He doesn't just let it happen. He makes it happen. And for that, I thank you for your service, Congressman John Lewis. I respect you highly. 
you are somebody that I have looked up to kind of my whole life. But we came from the same generation. And younger folks don't realize what he actually went through because they didn't, the way that things are perceived now because of his early work is the way that it's perceived now. And this is where folks were born now and they didn't actually get to see in the newspaper or on the news the types of beating that these, that this gentleman took. Congressman John Lewis, man. <laughs> You're the strongest person I know. You are the true example and of being a champion. That's all I can say. I mean, I, I, I want to, I would love to praise you higher, but a champion doesn't need all that praise because a champion knows he's doing good and doesn't have to be recognized for it because it's in their heart. It's the way they're supposed to live their lives. There's several other things that I've done to live my life. I try to set a good example of work. I try to be a positive influence on people. If people are down and negative, I try to go ahead and help. I've done this my whole work career and I've worked since I was 11 years old. I can remember when I used to take these flyers and deliver them door to door because I was a pretty fast runner. I got paid, you know, a good wage. Back when a good wage was $3.25 an hour, I got paid $7 an hour as a kid because I could run fast and deliver all these flyers to all these doors because that was social media back in the day. That was back in the 70s. <laughs> Everything has changed nowadays and because there's so much social media nowadays, it I think has blinded people to what it takes to be a champion. You're overlooking, the, you're looking at some of these top people and overlooking some of the, how can I say this, <clears throat> lesser, I, I don't want to take or shade anybody. I'm just saying people who are a little bit lower on the feeding chain, who live life like champion, like me. I have to drive an old truck every day, but I make sure that that truck stays running. This year alone, I've had to replace the fuel pump and the starter. Within a year, I've had to replace the starter twice. And I, it's not the truck, it's the parts that I get. <clears throat> It's what you have to do, man. And you have to make it to work. You have to make sure that, you know, that you have the means to take care of yourself and to make sure that if you have a little extra, give back to people. I will. I'll, I'll stop and help somebody that's standing next to Walmart, next to the highway with a sign that says desperate need help. I've stopped and checked plenty of people out. If I feel they're genuine, I'll give them some money. I'm not scared. It's those types of little things that you do that get paid, it's earlier I did an episode on your piggy bank, your good karma piggy bank. When you live life like a champion, usually your good karma piggy bank is full. Unless you're living like some sort of odd champion that doesn't do stuff, good stuff. But when you're like a champion, you know that you're doing good because you don't need praise for that. You just know you're doing good and then you affect the people around you. It's the kind of things that you really want to do. Some people just don't get it. And for me as a champion, it's hard for me to understand that, but had to lower my expectations a little bit because not everybody can be Deutimus Maximus. And I realize that now. And uh, I need to give a shout out to my brother, Mr. Jones, who IG, he helped me after my wife passed away two, a little over two years ago. To come to my realization, he helped me to realize my creative side. He helped me turn things back around. I was a caretaker there for many years, but now I'm back to living my life like a champion. And for you, Mr. John Tuaji, I say thank you so much. I appreciate you, brother. 
you are the man and I feel like a champion again. It's all because of you. I will be podcasting with him on his uh, podcast, John Tomei Productions Urban Podcast, next Saturday. That will be one week from today, which will be August the 8th. And I'm not sure what we're going to podcast on. I'm hoping it's a musical topic because we haven't touched on that yet. We'll have to just wait and see. Anyway, let's go back to being like, like a champion. You just know it when you're doing right. Because when you're doing wrong, you know that too. When you know there's a chance of being caught at something or there's one thing to have perks at your job, but there's another thing to go ahead and know that you're doing something wrong and that if it's discovered, you could lose your job. And if you have a great job, why would you want to go ahead and interfere with that? That's not living life like a champion. When you live life like a champion, when you go to work, man, every day, 150%, 150%. Some people can't give that much, so need to work on that man you need to get your championship qualities up you need to know that you are the best you you can be the types of things that you do you should be wearing a championship belt i've always lived my life like that and i hope you do too i'm gonna go ahead and close the episode on that because i feel like i'm repeating myself now so please have an excellent weekend peace love and blessings to all of you You take care, and until next time.